Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Imagine making a difference. No, imagine being the difference. The difference between I can't and I can or I won't and I will. The reason someone chooses to wake up and strive for greatness. In life, it can feel like everything is working against you. Let's defy all odds and break generational curses. This is Overstepping Poverty with Daquan and Zacchaeus. Welcome back to Overstepping Poverty, the podcast that provides you with tips, tricks, and hacks in overstepping poverty. My name is Daquan Brooks, and I'm here with my co-host, Zacchaeus Shaw. How you doing, Zacchaeus? I'm doing good, my brother. Yes, sir. I just got back from Florida a few days ago. We went down there, and it was beautiful, man. It was eye-opening. It was motivating. It was relaxing, crazy, and fun all at the same time. It was. It was. Great experience with great individuals. You know, it's always nice to see um, our our boy Jake down in Florida, you know, and it's nice to just be able to get our whole group back together and just create those experiences and memories. That was definitely a blessing. I'm not going to lie. Today, it's been heavy on my mind. As we think about different topics and things that we want to talk about on the podcast. Mindset. I think a lot of people think of overstepping poverty and they think of like a physical place. They think of, you know, maybe an inner city of a, of a big city or, you know, really the poverty stricken areas, which sure. But more of where I'm coming from and I think we're coming from as a whole is poverty is not a physical thing in the sense of what we're talking about. Poverty is your mindset. Whether you come from the slums or you come from wealth, your mindset is really what determines how your life is and how you're going to live that life. We've met people, we know people who come from great backgrounds, great family, and for whatever reason, they're not meeting up to the quote-unquote expectations that society puts on them based off of where they come from. And I think it's directly correlated with the mindset. And for me, what poverty mindset truly means is you're lacking. You're lacking the basic needs. And when it comes to your mind, you're not thinking that you can achieve things. Oh, you have no self-confidence. You have no self-worth. You don't feel like you're worth anything. You don't feel like you deserve things. You don't feel like you, know, you deserve to be celebrated. All those types of things. And I think that can really hold people back. For us, we want success, and success is different for everybody, but for me, success is something where it's it's any individual who has an idea in their mind or they have a goal set and they're working towards that goal. You know, it doesn't matter what that is. As long as you're trying to move forward and be better, I think that that's all that matters, and when you're in a poverty mindset, that's the complete opposite. I'd like to hear what you have to say about that. What do you think is like, I guess, a poverty mindset and how can that hold people back from really becoming them true selves? Actually, this is, I feel like a topic that everyone's been wondering about. And the reason that they've been wondering about this is, is because when everyone sees our, our name, that's what we wear out in public, our name. 
our, our brand, our, our logo, and that's overstepping poverty. And so everyone usually asks and they usually connect it to is a lack of money or a lack of, of education or a lack of, I mean, your, your natural things that you need in life, you know, water, food like that, that someone's living in the slums of somewhere. That's what they feel like poverty is. And in one end, that's, that is what poverty is. What it actually is, is it's, it's being poor, but the poor side of that is, is your poor mental health your poor mindset, your poor groups, your poor inner circles, your poor attitude, your your lack of will to really be successful. And everyone's been asking me and asking me and asking me, and they're like, overstepping poverty. Oh my gosh. Like, are you going to tell us financial tips, you know, tricks and hacks to where I can be like successful in life and make a bunch of money and whatnot. And, And it usually comes right down to money. And I'm, I'm like, well, listen, the way that you become successful is it starts up here. It starts, it starts in your head. How are yeah. you waking up and what are you thinking is going to advance you to that next step, to that next level? You know, are you, are you practicing good mental health things? Are you meditating? Are you going to the gym? Are you going on walks? Are you reading books? Whatever helps you become more mentally stable and, and wanting that will to accomplish just not one thing in life, but all things in life. Yeah. Are, are you there or or are you at the part where you're just you're feeling comfortable and you feel like you just want to get by with your day? And that's that's the difference between where we're at. And that's why we chose the name Overstepping Poverty. It's because it's so broad, but people like to make it in just one thing. Yeah. They like to make it over just the how much money do you have in your pocket? And that's not what it is. And I get we have come from some stressful situations in life and we've overcame those. So a lot of people look up to us and they want to know exactly how we have overcome those things. And this is where it is. It's the mindset. This is how we overcame every single roadblock, every single obstacle that we have in life. You know? mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a great question. I think that's the way that you, you find a way out. And if you aren't finding that way out, it's because you're lacking this and you need to get into that right mindset on I'm going to achieve absolutely everything in life. And there's not one person that's going to stand in my way. Right. So that's that's where I get. I think there's a lot of people that I talk to and it's a lot of people, especially when they're younger, early 20s, you know, later teens or even into your 30s, whatever. And mortgage and when I'm meeting people about buying a house. I find that a lot of people are scared to ask questions. I think that it's people feel dumb. People feel stupid. And I think that's the wrong mindset to have. If you're talking to a child, do you expect a child to know how to tie their shoes if you've never taught them how to do it? Absolutely not. No. And that would be unfair to expect that from them. And I think that's the same thing and how I feel about people when they come to me with questions and they literally tell me, hey, I feel dumb for asking this, but that's the wrong mindset. You should be excited to ask these questions. Be curious in life. You know, you don't want, it's about being a good listener and doing all these things, but ask questions. That's the only way we grow. And that leads me to like having a growth mindset. That's the opposite of the poverty mindset, right? And right. that growth mindset, if you're not thinking how, How can I grow? How can I get better? How can I do this better? I'm doing good, but I can always get better. Always room for improvement. Exactly. And I think the really, really strong and positive and good people take it upon themselves to strive for more and not be 
satisfied with what they have and not in a greedy sense. You don't ever want to be greedy, but you also want to be ambitious. You also want to push the push the envelope and shock the world, right. you know, do something that maybe you don't even think that you could do. And that's where you're going to find a lot of growth, a lot of success. And that's the crazy thing about it is when you're going down different paths and you are in that growth mindset and you're doing new things, each one of those paths are going to open up new paths. So just like us doing this podcast, we're doing this with the idea of wanting to help a lot of people at the same time, that's creating exposure for us at the same time. That's leverage. So the more people that know our names, the more people that know what we're about, they can look at our podcast, look at the episodes, hear how we think it's giving people an idea of who we are. And without that growth mindset, we'd still be playing video games every night. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at a certain point when you're trying to grow and you're building a family and you have priorities, sometimes those things are no longer available to you. And although they are, they shouldn't be if you're not able to get everything that you need to be done and be growing. Right. There's actually something I actually want to say on the fact when you were asked, when you were saying people ask questions and they feel dumb for asking questions. There's two statements that I live by in life. One, closed mouths don't get fed. Love that. Two, if you don't ever ask, you'll never know the answer. Right. And there's people who are content without knowing the answer. And that is an issue. Like, how do you expect to better yourself without having the knowledge or the information to do that? Yeah. And so that's what we're here for. And that actually brings me to my next question. And that is, can a person's environment affect their mindset towards poverty and how can they overcome it? A person's environment can definitely affect someone's mindset towards poverty because especially if you're growing up in poverty you might not think that there's ever a way out we know that there is but if you're growing up in that and you don't have a different perspective or you don't have somebody shining a light on you to kind of help you see the world a different way it can definitely affect how you feel it can make you feel like a victim and it can make you feel like you never want to be in that place ever again so it can it can drive you both ways on the other side If you're coming from a a standpoint of coming from a wealthy family or something like that, you might not think poverty is anything that could ever affect you ever in your life. And that kind of can play a trick on you when you don't realize that your mindset, like we said, is really where that poverty can be. It's, It's worse than the physical poverty because you can't get away from what's in your head. Right. You can leave the house. You can go down the street and go somewhere, but you can't leave your head. That comes with you. So that mindset is so important because it's the person that's talking to you. It's those 80,000 thoughts you're getting every single day. Mm -hmm. If that's not right, you can't be right. I think that definitely plays a big role in how you overcome that. It's little things. It's, it's, It's being grateful. It's, and I mentioned it before. Writing down the things you're grateful for. If you can write a hundred things down, which it's tough, you're going to feel so much more grateful after that. When you wake up every day and the first few thoughts you have is I'm grateful to be alive. And then, you know, for me, I can wake up, say I'm grateful to be alive, wake up next to a beautiful wife, wake up in a home, have a child, all these things. When you start being more intentional and appreciate those things, it changes everything. Then you're much more appreciative of them. 
if you ask a lot of people what they are most grateful for, a lot of times it's hard for them to say even a few things. Right. So being intentional. And you know, environment wise, it's it's crazy to actually think about just because you grow up in, in an environment and whatever, when you're growing up, you learn things from your parents. You learn things from your family, your immediate family. You learn things from school or anything like that. So people don't understand is at some point in time, you can actually change what environment you're in. You can pick up and move, whether it's something that's just bringing you negativity in life, or if it's just not really to your standards of how you want to be successful, which is a mindset, yep. you can pick up and you can grab your things. You can leave. I've, I've had plenty of people that I know have who've completely did a, a reset moved to a different city because the they lived in a city and they they grew up in an environment where they had a label on themselves. They were the the drunk funny kid in high school and whatnot. Well people have to grow out of these things to really become and and make something of themselves. Yeah. Um but also it's it becomes mindset and it becomes perspective because there are people that I know who may live in like a a very poverty stricken area. Okay. We'll say for that sure. where they don't have much their 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 water is not great water they're not bringing in a huge source of income and so but at that same time as well as there's someone else on another side of the world who has less than that and where they may think that i have a bunch of things here or a bunch of uh, whether it's vehicles house or that i'm in a good situation well, there's someone else that is in a better situation than I am, you know, and that's because they changed their mindset to get there. Yeah. And I get it's not it's not as easy just to say, hey, change your mindset, but it's doing what you just stated. And that's little things daily. And when you become a routine and you make that routine, it's so easy. Like it's it, how do you how can you practice and become good at something without practicing? Everyone says right. practice makes perfect. No, practice makes consistency. Consistency is what makes perfect. That's what makes perfection. It's right. getting out there and doing those little things to better yourself every single day, even though it's repetitive, even though it may be hard or it may be boring at times. Mm -hmm. Those little things are what is going to set you up for success in life. And it's going to set up your family for success in life. And it's it's how people build those the the generational wealth. Yeah, that's that's and they and what happens is, is they start to teach their kids this and and their kids teach their kids. And that's how general wealth is passed on yeah the thing that's been helping me a lot lately with my mindset on things is understanding that i don't have to get everything done in one day it can become overwhelming when we set goals for ourselves and there's things that we want to reach and we feel like we need to reach them all at the same time when all actuality you just need to be getting better one percent better every single day and i had a football coach growing up and he used to tell us in practice, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. There's no in between. Um, so living life like that, being intentional every day and, and trying to get better, even if it's one percent, it doesn't have to be a huge leap. You know, Kobe will tell you the small things, the little each season he would work on a different part of his game. Oh, and eventually he got to the point where he was one of the greatest of all time. 
And, you know, that really leads me into the next question. You know, we're, bo- we're both big sports guys. We love sports. We feel like they're super important throughout your childhood, growing up, and even in adulthood. What role do you think mentors and coaches play in helping people overcome that poverty mindset? So what they do is they instill a, a positive mindset, a, a teamwork, team building mindset in your head, because we all know that it's tough to make it in this world alone. I always say it, it, it takes a community when it comes to that. They also instill that in any failure or any loss, there's positive things that you can take out of that. And what it all comes down to is all these things that they instill in you, these mentors and these coaches is mindset, of course. And so what that does is it allows you to continue to progress in life. And you take these skills, these these tools that they have given you and passed along to you that they've learned already in their life. Mm -hmm. They pass along to you and you take these things and you become successful in whatever you're doing. Okay. And so what happens next is, is, is mentorship. You know, these coaches, they got you through high school. They got you through college. They got you through a lot of places in life where you're truly trying to find yourself and, and grow. Now what came next is now mentorship. And what they do is, is they allow you to, to grow past where you became comfortable because Mm. once you stopped having a coach and whatnot, you stopped, you felt, I mean, typically you, you stopped learning. Because you just take whatever you had and you just roll with it. Mm -hmm. And that's how people get complacent. And that's how people, they tend to just say, hey, listen, I woke up today and that's enough for me. You know, and so mentorship is is super important because they're going to take you and tell you things that now you don't know. Because I from like age 25 to like 26, it's tough. 25 to 30, I will say it's tough on that. And when you get to 30, I feel like you become very, very mindful of where you're at in life. And at 30, that's usually when people start to really start to break away from where they were at from college and all these other things. And they start picking up on other things that they learned through mentorship or just through, uh, just through growth and like going through, through failures and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I think they're, both of those are super important to, uh, help you really become a better individual and a better individual to society and whole. Yeah. How about you? Well, you know, I coach football and I think they're some of the most important people for the youth growing up. Right. And like you mentioned, a lot of people grow up playing sports their entire life. And then once they graduate high school, they're done. If you can think back to the sports that you would play growing up and think of how much joy that brought you how much of a release those sports were for people, how many life lessons were taught to people through those sports. I think it's super important. And you can tie that in with a mentor. A coach and a mentor is going to look at you and they're going to see things, again, that you don't. They're going to see little things. And everybody has a different eye to spot things. But when you have a mentor or a coach that is invested in you, that wants to see you grow, that wants to see you win, that can take you from zero to 100. That person alone could have your mindset switched in in just a couple of weeks. And it's not something that happens overnight because you've been trained with that mindset really your entire life. But when you let somebody come in, when you're vulnerable and you let someone help you, 
then you're going to be able to do a lot better than just on your own. I like that. That actually brings me into our last question. What impact does scarcity mindset have on one on person's ability to overcome poverty? I would say scarcity mindset is, is feeling that it's like when somebody gets a lot of money, right? They don't want to spend it. They want to save it. And the thing about money is it loses value every second in America, right? So the thing that you're so scared of losing is already losing. And that's a perfect analogy of how the scarcity mindset keeps you in over in poverty. You know, it keeps you in that poverty mindset because you think because you have something that you can't go get more. You think it's the opposite of abundance. We talked about abundance, right? And how when you think that there's enough for everybody, everybody can succeed, you're going to do a lot better. But when you feel like there's not enough, you need to hold on to this and you need to hold on to that. You want to gatekeep. You don't want to give information to people because you feel like they do better than you. That is, I don't like that mindset. And I'm not saying you can't be successful because there's successful people that have that mindset. I wonder how many people actually like those people. I wonder how many people that that want to be around them, if they're just gatekeeping all their information, going to be pretty positive that their circle probably isn't a bunch of guys that I'd want to hang around personally. Mm -hmm. For me, that scarcity mindset, it's just a flaw. Anything you want is out there in the world. If you look outside and and try to find abundance, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't see anything until you see the abundance of grass. Or the abundance of air that we're able to breathe outside. Or you see the abundance of opportunity when you have a different mindset. The abundance of opportunity that there is in a place like Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And and all over the country. So, yeah. And going off of that, I actually... I, I think of something different, not just as far as abundance and, and like money and how it loses value, but there, yeah. it's there to be made or there to be taken. What I actually see is, is scarcity mindset. It becomes more of a, a level of, of where people like think what kind of group you are or what kind of change you're going to make or anything. A lot of people will stay in the same position that they're in and not do any more because they don't want someone else to think that, wow, you are way over trying. Why are you doing so much? Like they they think to themselves that, listen, if I, if I take this next step forward and try and better myself on this, someone else is going to think differently of me. And I hate that. I hate it Mm -hmm. because who cares? I don't care what people think. When I, when we started this podcast here, so many people were like, when I told them, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm actually excited about starting a podcast and the pod, I told them what the podcast would be about. And I could tell on their face because they're, well, one, they don't know many people in Sioux Falls, South Dakota that have a podcast, but two, they don't know anyone that's talking about overstepping poverty. And the first thing that they come to that, as far as, overstepping poverty is is making money you're going to talk about making money uh no not just talk about making money that's a scarcity mindset because if if i took what they were saying to me and just their reaction to us making a podcast i wouldn't be making a podcast right now i'd be doing the exact same thing every single week every single day and not trying to grow and better myself and not only try and grow and better myself but also try and grow and better everyone else as well that's what i get out of it it's it's a level of trying to figure out how exactly 
and, and why does anyone else's opinion of you matter about you? Because at the end of the day, they're not going to bring you to success. Right. They're not going to take and give you all the money that you want, all the gratitude that you want. So they're not going to be able to help you grow. So their opinion does not matter. And most everyone needs to know this because it doesn't. The only thing that matters is what you think. That's it. I agree 100%. So that leads us into our last part of this episode where we give you five tips, tricks, or hacks on how you can overstep poverty. Today, we want to give you guys a few different things that you can do to start changing that poverty mindset and get into more of a growth mindset. So um, I'll lead us off here with the number one step is practice self-awareness. So the first step in developing a positive mindset is understanding where your mindset is at. Do you have a growth mindset already? Well, maybe you don't need to get in that lane. If you're somebody who is content with where they're at, I challenge you to look at how can you get better? And then if you're in a poverty mind state, we need some work. Right. We get we have to start believing in ourselves. We have to start believing that we can do it, build that self-confidence and the rest will start to follow. Absolutely. And next is embrace challenges rather than avoiding challenges or fearing failure. Take those opportunities and try and make of them what you can. Most people always think like, what if I fail? What if I fail? Well, what if you don't? What if it works out? What if it becomes the best thing that you've ever done in your life and it leads you to all these new opportunities, this opportunity of growth? What if it does that? It's it's a mindset. You need to embrace these challenges. You need to take that leap of faith. I've actually learned over the last couple of years when I start feeling anxious or I start feeling like overwhelmed because an idea comes up and it kind of scares me or somebody I'm going to meet with somebody and I start to get nervous. I, I like look for that now because when you start feeling like that, you're starting to feel uncomfortable and that's actually where you need to go. That's your body telling you like, I'm nervous about this, but that's good. It's not bad to feel like that. Right. You know, it's a good thing. And if you feel that way, go for it. Right. The third one here is focus on solutions. This is one of my favorite ones that we've done for any of the tips, tricks, and hacks because I feel like it's something that I have to do every single day in my career, and that's focus on solutions. We're problem solvers. When a problem comes up, a growth mindset, a positive mindset is going to say, let's figure it out. Okay, we're not going to let it sit there and grow, and we're not going to let it ruin everybody's mood or the day. No, we're going to figure it out. We're going to take care of this, and we're going to move on. Because we don't let it fester and sit there, then you can just move on to the next thing and it makes life a lot easier. That's facts. And the fourth one is learn from your mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. There's not one person in this world that is perfect. There's not one person in this world that does not make mistakes. But there are people in this world that take advantage of their mistakes and they learn from them. So when you make a mistake, it's all about how you respond. That's what matters. Because at the end of the day, you are going to make a mistake, period. It's how you respond. How are you going to move forward? How are you going to react? The most successful people in the world, they acknowledge their mistakes and they actually enjoy making these mistakes because if they fail, that means that they didn't know something and it's something that they can take advantage of and actually learn. Absolutely. And it's it's what I say all the time. It's if you fail, you should fail forward, mm-hmm. which means you need to learn from your mistakes Don't do it again and just move on. That's beautiful. The last one here is practice gratitude. I talked a little bit about this and I promise you guys, you guys write down again, 
every morning for a week, write down five to 10 things you're grateful for as soon as you wake up. You're going to get be in a completely different mindset for the rest of the day because you're going to remember those things that you're grateful for and you're going to remember your why. Why do you get up every day? Those first few things you name as why you're grateful for, that's your why. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our ninth episode, Mindset. Until next time, Overstepping Poverty, this is Daquan Brooks. And Zakiya Shaw. Like and follow. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Overstepping Poverty. We hope you found this week's discussion informative and thought-provoking. We know that tackling poverty is a complex issue, but by working together and understanding the root causes, we can make progress towards creating a more equitable society. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family, and don't forget to subscribe to our show. Until next time, let's take the next steps in overstepping poverty.